Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keslowski's in line. Now he turns him. Both Team Penske cars crash. Keslowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here's your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you. Folks, we're getting closer, closer and closer. One week from Sunday is the first race of the 2024 season, the Bush Lake Clash at the Coliseum. We'll talk more about that in a moment. And as we get closer to the racing season, a lot of teams and a lot of drivers are buttoning things up. It's been a lot of change over the course of 2023 and it's off season as we get set for another racing season. On this week's download, we wanted to spotlight a couple of drivers that could be under some pressure here in 2024. We're speaking of Daniel Suarez of Trackhouse Racing and Harrison Burton of the Wood Brothers. I want to focus in on Daniel Suarez here to get us going. I had a chance to visit with Daniel during production days in Charlotte last week, 
And that is a team that for some underperformed last year. They had a great 2022. The performance seemed to back up just a bit. So it's time to get all that together and personnel changes as well on that 99 team. Here's my visit with Daniel Suarez last week. This year's clash. I'm looking forward to this weekend because it'll be an opportunity to see the NASCAR Mexico series on a national scale and be introduced to new drivers. You're running that race, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I am running that race. How big is it for that series to be able to compete with the Cup Series or compete on the same weekend as the Cup Series in that legendary venue? It's probably the biggest race of the history of NASCAR Mexico. That big, that big deal it is. You know, I don't know how many races, how many years NASCAR Mexico has been around, but I can tell you that this is going to be probably the biggest race, the biggest event they ever been part of. Just because that racing with umbrella of, of the Cup Series in the same day, it's a big deal. It's a very, very big deal. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy it so much, you know, just to be able to see my old friends, to see my old mechanics, and, and to be part of the race. I think it's going to be amazing. But for the regular drivers, this is a huge deal. Let's go to current events here. You got a new got a new crew chief for 2024. Uh, in a move that surprised a lot of us, we weren't expecting it. Were you surprised by it? And 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 what do you think the impact will be of of having a new crew chief in 2024? Well, you know, I love Travis. You know, Travis. Um, he's a great friend. Um, I love working with him. We are good friends, and that made this even more difficult. You know just because we got along very well. With that being said, you know, if you look to our results uh, from last year, uh, I'm not surprised. Just, just, and the reason why I'm not surprised is because we didn't perform the way we should have performed. And I'm not saying that he was a problem, not at all. I'm just saying that we didn't perform. So if, if I was getting fired or he was getting fired or if someone else was getting fired, I wasn't going to be surprised, you know, some, 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 there, there was, some, something may was going to happen. Who, who knows? But the performance was, last year was not there. We were very, very inconsistent and we're having a lot of little issues here and there. So uh, the team eventually was going to push for something, to try something. Uh, what that change was going to be, nobody knew. But, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, I wasn't I wasn't a hundred percent surprised. Uh, it, it wasn't easy, like I said, because Travis and I we have a great relationship. But uh, but at the end of the day, I think I think he's gonna do very very well uh, at Colleague, and I think that also Matt uh, is very very excited to start this new role, and he has new uh, new goals. Uh, he's hungry, and he's a very very smart guy. So I can't wait to see what he can do. You talk about last year and just. This is not an indictment on any one person or any one thing. Things just seemed off last year with Trackhouse. I know what Ross won two races. Um, you were not able to get the car into victory lane, but it just didn't seem like it did the year prior. Have you? You mentioned inconsistency and whatnot. Have you been able to figure out what it is that needs to be addressed so you can move forward back into victory lane and make a more consistent presence in the top five and top ten? So, for me, in the 919, I saw this coming since 2022. Uh, in 2022, yeah, we won Sonoma, and yeah, we had some very, very strong runs. 
but we had a lot of little issues here and there. I'm talking about the 99 team. And then, uh, and then, as a group, we were very strong, but we were not executing the way that we should be executing. And then in 2023, our speed went from, from, from good to pretty good, and, and the 99 team just really struggled way more. You know, the, the, the one team did a very job, you know, executing a couple races, but they were not as consistent as they were in 2022. So, so in, in reality, you know, we've been carrying uh, an inconsistency issue since 2022. And, and yeah, everyone is talking about 2023, but I have seen that issue since 2022, and we've been talking about it since a year and a half ago. So, you know, we, we see how things work out. Uh, I'm very, very confident that uh, the adjustments that we made in the team are going to move us in the right direction. And I'm not talking about cruise ship only, you know, like 30, 40 percent of the team is different right now. Uh, P crew, mechanics, uh, and, and stuff like that. So um, let's see, let's see how things work out. But I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that we're gonna we're gonna move in the right direction. Saw something the other day that says uh, you're in a contract year. That your contract is up for renewal at the end of this year. Is that is that true? And number two, if so, does that apply pressure for you to make those get those inconsistencies ironed out and get that performance back on the 99? Yeah, you know, it's it's just. I mean, every year is very important to perform, regardless if you're in a contract year or not. Uh, but obviously, I'm the kind of person that after a year like last year, you have to you just have to learn from those things, you know. And I feel like the biggest upset that I had last year was that we had a lot of the same issues uh, throughout the year, and we we're not able to to learn from them and, and get better. And we have to have a different mindset. We have to have a different approach to things if we want to become a strong team. You know, I'm not interested in, in being an average team, you know, forever. You know, we have to be great. And to be able to do that, we have to have a different approach. So um, I think uh, I, I, I believe that uh, Matt is going to be able to help us uh, hopefully bring this approach uh, a little bit different into a 99 team. So Shane Van Gisbergen, SVG, is coming in. Zane Smith is going to be you know, coming in and, and racing a little bit. How will the addition of those two drivers in their part-time capacities help the overhaul effort for, for Trackhouse? What do you think about the addition of, of, the, of those two new drivers? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, the more inform- information that you can have, you know, the, the better it's going to be. Um, I think that uh, Shane, so we're very new, so he, he's going to have a lot of learning curves. Uh, Shane is also very new when it comes to the ovals, so in ovals I don't think he's going to be able to to put a lot in the table, but in road course he will. So so I, I think that, that yeah, they're going to add a lot to the table, but they're also, they're going to really work on themselves a lot because they have work to do, you know, especially Shane uh, in ovals and Sane overall, you know, he, he, he's just getting started. So, so really, uh, you know, Ross and I, we're going to continue to be the ones leading the train here. It's all about putting the puzzle pieces together right now, and that's exactly what Trackhouse Racing is attempting to do. 
They've had a lot of stuff going on off the track, but right now all attentions are turning to matters on the track. Like they are for Wood Brothers Racing, that legendary number 21 car, and Harrison Burton. A lot of folks feel that it's a do-or-die year for Harrison Burton. He moved over from the NASCAR Xfinity Series Joe Gibbs Racing Program. He's moved to Cup with the Wood Brothers with that extension over from Team Penske. And it is clear that Harrison Burton is facing some pressure in 2024. Here's our Steve Post and Harrison from last week in Charlotte as well. Harrison Burton joins us here on NASCAR Live Wide Open. Harrison, first off, how are you? How's things? Ah, everything's good. Life is good. I've uh, enjoyed off-season. I'm, I'm starting to go a little crazy, though. I feel like it's the time of year where it's like, okay, I want my job back. I want something to do. And uh, just going to the gym isn't, isn't really cutting it anymore. So uh, I'm ready for racing to come back. That's for sure. You're number three of the Cup Series. As a driver, where are you at? How has your development been? Has it been on par? with what you thought just 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 how are you how are you approaching it and where are you at going into year three yeah definitely it's been it's been challenging I, I don't think I expected the cup series to be easy though so um you know I, I think this offseason has been good for me to kind of get away and then kind of reevaluate and and with a new group of people with crew chief Jeremy Bullins now and um new spotter Jason Jarrett so I'm um, excited about those changes excited to get to work with those guys and and I feel like the offseason has been really good for us to try and kind of build and, and get going and uh it's helped me kind of step into a, be, a better role within the team and, and feel more confident and uh, i've got a good group of people around me that believe in me and so the off season has been cool to spend time with those people and, and now we're ready to go racing do you feel pressure do you feel what's the what's the intensity like though as you as you enter this third season it's high i mean this is this is the year you have to figure it out um you know for me it's it's do or die so uh intensity's high uh pressure is not super high i i've just am used to it i guess at this point i don't feel nervous i don't feel worried uh but the intensity level is high and um understanding what we have to go do is is challenging and tough and hard um is exciting uh but also definitely understanding that you have to do it this year is a little bit there's some pressure there but but i think it's uh it's good and i think it's productive what are some of the tracks style of tracks or specific tracks that you really really are excited about and what are some of the styles uh or tracks that you're you need to focus on and need to get better at yeah i tend to run really uh quite a bit better at, at low grip tracks than i do the high grip tracks i think darlington is one I've, i ran good at the old fontana configuration i tended to run well at um and then you know thinking about uh, some of the higher speed, uh, higher grip mile and a halfs I didn't quite have the same feel for. Uh, there's some that I do really enjoy and tend to run well at, but there's others that I haven't. So um, trying to get kind of more well-rounded on that aspect. And, and um, I always love the short tracks. That's like home for me, so that's kind of an easy one. But, um, you know, the high speed, high grip mile and a halfs, I think understanding the feel of the car uh, that I need has been challenging. Uh, but, you know, I feel really prepared for it this year and, and feel ready to go. The Wood Brothers is a single car team, but certainly an alliance. The, the team operates out of Team Penske. What are the benefits of, of, of being part of Team Penske yeah. and the other drivers, the, the all, all everything that comes with that? Yeah, I think just exposure to that group is really good. It's a really, obviously, amazing group of people, um, you know, from the corporate side down to the to the mechanics and the experience they have and obviously with 
the other drivers, Joey Ryan and Austin, have been you know like my my teammates and getting to know those guys has been good. And uh, we're all trying to help each other, and and there's uh, kind of a positive relationship there is definitely always helpful. Um, it's nice to have friends. There's not very many friends in the Cup Series, so it's nice to have people that look out for you. Um, and so those guys are definitely on that list, and uh, it's been it's been a good group to be with for sure. Ten weeks, uh, ten weeks remaining in last season. There was a crew chief change. Jeremy Bullens came over to be your crew chief. What has that been like, and and how has that impacted the the Wood Brothers team? It's been good. You know, Jeremy has been with the Wood Brothers before and um, understands what it takes to win with this group and and uh, fit right in. So um, that's really really good. I think Jeremy and I both get along well. We have similar interests. Um, he's a much better golfer than me, but we both like to golf, so that's good. Um, don't tell him I said that. But um, no, I, I think just getting to know Jeremy has been fun and, and good. But also on the other side, he brings a lot of intensity to the to the racetrack, which is what we need. We need that competitive fire. We need people that care. We need people that um, live and die with this stuff. And and I know I'm certainly on that list. My mood changes if we run well or not. Um, and and his is the same way and uh it's not necessarily maybe the most healthy way to be but it's the right way to be you see all the people that succeed in sports it's their life um and my dad has told me that from day one that this has to be your life um and you know he he always talked about how um as sad as it sounds like everything else comes second to racing um when he was in cup that's how it had to be um he always says he wasn't the most talented guy, so that's how it had to be for him to go win races. And so, um, you know, taking that same level of intensity and and going to the racetrack with that, and, and Jeremy is one of those guys that is just a racer. So uh, we've got a good group of that, and, and we're ready to go get after it. You mentioned your dad. How heavily do you still rely on your dad for that guidance? I do and I don't. I mean, I have to at some point make my own experiences and be my own person. And, um, you know, he's been really good at understanding that. And, and even from a young age, let me kind of fall on my face and learn the hard way about things. And, um, you know, now that I'm going into my third year in cup, I, you know, I'm really knowledgeable on racing. I, I know what's going on. Um, he just helps me from he calls it his 30,000 foot view of things, right? Of, uh, you know, things he can see from far away and, and what he thinks I should do next. And, um, you know, he gives me advice and then whether or not I follow it, it's kind of up to me. So, um, you know, he, at the, he says it all the time. Oh, it's your career. You figure it out yourself. So, um, he helps me, but not overbearing either. I think you were heavily featured in that reality show. What was, what was that experience like? Yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was neat. Um, you know, I, I was not in the playoffs at the time, but uh, obviously working with with Ryan and trying to help that group and, and Joey as well while he was still kind of in the playoffs. And um, I kind of would walk up to those guys and go talk to them and realize, oh, gosh, I'm getting filmed right now. So that was interesting. And, and um, I was in the race for the championship one, too. And um, right, yeah. both of those were very similar to where they're in your workspace and you're you know you walk up and say hey what do you think about this and you turn around there's a camera you show oh gosh like <laughs> you know i don't know if i should say that on camera or whatever but 
not necessarily stuff that's going to get me in trouble with stuff about racing, obviously. So, um, yeah, it was very interesting. It, it was very real. Um, I remember they were in our meetings at times. Um, and I was like, uh, should they be in here? Like, this is crazy. And, and, uh, the, one of the funniest stories was we were in the motorhome. I don't know if this is in the show or not. I haven't watched it, but, uh, we're in the motorhome for, you know, we do a motorhome meeting every week, uh, with the Pensy guys and I'm in there and, and Roger Penske's sitting right next to the camera guy. He doesn't know who Roger Penske is. I don't think so. He's just filming everyone else and Roger's just sitting right beside him and they have no idea. Um, and I remember being like, you might want to film that guy right there. Right. But, uh, watching that was so funny to me. Just like these people that didn't know, you know, they're, they work for Netflix and they weren't really knowledgeable about who's who and what's going on in, in racing. And they were just kind of trying to be flies on the wall. But I was like, Roger Penske sitting right beside <laughs> you right there. So, uh, that was really, really funny. And hopefully that, that scene's in the show and I'll know exactly that Roger's sitting right beside the camera and they have no idea be very interesting to see what the results will be for that number 21 car for the wood brothers and remember their next win will be their 100th win in nascar we wish them the best in trying to get that folks the racing season is here we mentioned when we started the show that we were one week away this sunday from getting racing underway our coverage will actually begin on the 3rd of february that's a week from saturday We'll have pole qualifying heat races at 6 p.m. Eastern time. A little different format this year for the Clash. We're going with practice and heat races on that Saturday. And on Sunday, we'll have a doubleheader for you. For the first time ever, we'll have live coverage of the NASCAR Mexico Series. That race is 4.30 Eastern. And then, of course, the main event, the A-Main, as it were, the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. Motor Racing Network airtime Sunday, February 4th for that 6 p.m in the east that's all the time we have for you for this week don't forget nascar live tuesday night at 7 eastern we're back one week from today with another download of nascar live wide open until then have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next time so long everybody nascar live wide open is brought to you by toyota for the latest toyota racing information visit toyotaracing.com Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and warning systems for the automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Whelan products are designed, sourced, and manufactured in America and tested on site to meet the toughest industry standards. Whelan Engineering, manufactured in America for over 70 years. We never left, and we're here to stay. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires to no-go racing.
From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak.